Welcome to the Jack Duff Lee Show, a weekly podcast exploring investing, real estate, the markets, law, technology, and everything in between. Here's your host, Jack Duffley. Hey everyone, welcome back to the show. Good to have you here with me today. If you have not already, here is a gentle reminder to be sure to leave a review on iTunes. Again, if you haven't already, since that will help this show to get out to more people, which is always a great thing, and I would appreciate that very much. And also be sure to follow me on my other platforms, including Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. Yes, I have started a TikTok, and it is about investing and personal finance content generally. So if you want to check that out and you happen to be on the platform, already, be sure to check that out and leave me a follow there. And you can also go to jackduffley.com links, and you'll be able to see pretty much all of my pages and all of my relevant affiliate links. There's some free stuff there that you might as well check out. So again, that's jackduffley.com links. But I hope everyone is enjoying their holiday season and everyone is safe and doing well. But going into the new year, I thought I would talk a little bit about doing too much versus too little and trying to find a sort of balance in your life as you try to achieve your goals. Since it can be very overwhelming if you're looking to the next year, I know for me, I like to try and do a ton of things and sometimes it can be overwhelming. I have all these things I want to do and want to get to and it can be hard to kind of narrow things down. But at the same time, I don't think you want to narrow down too much. But you definitely want to have some sort of goal going into the new year really at any point in time. I think the key to any sort of success is having at least some sort of high-level plan. Because when you have that high-level plan, you can set out smaller steps to try and get to it. And that way, even if you fall up a little bit short, you still have made significant progress towards whatever that goal is you want. In my own life, I am juggling a number of things that I'm trying to work on all at the same time, and it can almost get discouraging when I'm trying to make progress on a bunch of things at once, and they're all making very little progress at the same time, or sometimes no progress, and that can be kind of frustrating. But I always think it's better to have your hands in too many things as opposed to too little, especially when you're in a position like mine where I'm still young and I still have many years ahead of me and I have years to get to my goals, even though I have some short-term goals I'm going to get to too, I think it's better to be in a position where you can try and progress on many different skill sets at the same time so that as you get more experience and as you get through those goals you'll be in a much better position later on because those skills will be built up and they'll have a sort of supplemental effect on each other in a way you'd have one skill set in one area that complements another skill set in a different area and that's hard to say that that's a bad thing i think that's a very good thing and is ultimately the goal that anyone has since i'm of the belief that generalists are really the ones who triumph long term at least financially and even in their own lives with happiness and everything since they have multiple skill sets to go off of and not only does that give more peace of mind since you know that if something happens to your job, career, family, you have more skill sets that you can pull from and more skill sets that you can do to stay productive, to stay valuable to society, and to stay fulfilled in your own life. So having multiple skill sets certainly is not a problem. The question is how to get there. And there's kind of two camps that I see. You have the, I'll call it the David Epstein camp, though it's not unique to him. Many other people have articulated it in a different way. Uh, But he recently wrote a book called Range, and it's about this idea of generalists triumphing in a specialized world. I think that was the subtitle to the book. So that's kind of one camp. And on the other camp, you have the one thing camp. Uh, That's Gary Keller, the famous 
author and founder of Keller Williams, the large real estate brokerage. He has a number of great books out there. The One Thing is one of his more popular ones. It's a pretty easy to read book about really niching down and focusing on very specific tasks as you try to reach a greater goal. And there are some good things in the book, but that's kind of the other camp. It's the more specialized, niche down, find the thing you're really good at and stick to that one thing. And then you can build from there. That's the the one thing camp. So you got range on one side and the one thing on the other. And I don't think either is totally wrong. They have really great things in, in both books and in these both camps. There are great values and ideas in both of them. However, I would lean much more heavily towards the range camp. And maybe I'm misinterpreting what the one thing says, but I'll go ahead and explain it now. So the reason I think the the range camp, the generalist camp, that you want to have lots of different things that you're doing early on, and then if you're going to specialize, do it later, because you'll have multiple skill sets that can all build on each other. So in, in my own life, I'm working on my law degree. I just finished that, and I'm studying for the bar. I'm trying to be an attorney, and I'm sticking towards real estate law. So I'm building up that skill set, the real estate law skill set. At the same time, I'm putting out all this content on YouTube, my videography skill sets, my sort of speaking skill sets that I'm working on at the same time. Very different than just plain old real estate law. If I really wanted to focus on one thing, I would just go straight into my career, for example. But that's not what I'm doing. I'm, I'm mul working on multiple things. And then beyond that, I have my blogging business where I'm writing blog articles for other law firms, actually, and, and also for myself. So that's just a few examples, but I'm working on multiple different and largely very different things that don't necessarily overlap, at least very clearly. Whereas the one thing camp would argue that I should not be doing all of these things at the same time since they are sort of pulling from each other in a negative way. And rather than me building multiple skills, what I'm really doing is prohibiting my top tier skill, my one skill that I really should be focusing on. That's what the one thing would argue, at least if I'm reading that correctly. But looking at the best business leaders and the most successful people out there who have really created great things, I think the most of those leaders, at least, have multiple skill sets that they can pull from. They're not good at just one or two things. Yes, they might have some skills that kind of trump others at times, but I think they are always building many different skill sets at once because they have to be dynamic. And that's what I think is true value in leadership, and that's going to apply to pretty much any career ever. Yes, you can work on specific skills a lot and you can have one or two really great skills that can help you get started maybe, but ultimately the goal is to become dynamic and have flexibility to address different situations with many different skill sets to pull from. You're not stuck with just your one thing. You're not a one-trick pony. And it happens to be that my name is Jack, but I always think of the Jack of all trades and perhaps master of none, but I'd rather have that position where I'm pretty good at everything and maybe not amazing at one thing, because then at least I have flexibility to address many different situations as opposed to only being able to really do one thing effectively. The goal is to be able to do lots of things effectively, and then you have so much more flexibility in how you approach any particular goal that you want to do, because you don't have to go just down one path. You can take many different paths, and you can kind of weigh the costs and benefits of going down a particular path, because you are able to take different paths, whereas if you're just a one skill set person, you can only take one path, and for some things, there might not even be a path on that particular skill set, or if there is, it might be wildly inefficient or super hard to actually get through. The question is, how do you actually build these multiple skill sets? And I would always be one to argue that you should do multiple things at the same time, trying to build them all at the same time. Maybe you focus a little bit more on one at any given time, but I would not just abandon everything 
completely if it's not that one thing that maybe a Gary Keller would argue. Uh, so you are constantly building different skill sets at the same time. You're working on different side projects. You don't want to drop them all. You keep the ones that are interesting to you. Even if they might not be the most interesting project out there, you're doing them because you want to learn about something. You're curious and you're trying to build that skill. Meanwhile, you're working on another thing and all of them collectively are moving towards your higher level goal. It's in a way sort of like diversifying your own capital, your own social abilities, your own productive abilities. It's something that will help you protect you from the downside risk of being over specialized. Since there is a risk to specializing too strongly or too early, perhaps, where that's all you know how to do. And then you're almost kind of stuck in a way where it's going to be very hard to move out of that. It's very much an upfront investment to build multiple skills. It takes a long time to build any one skill and you're building multiple at the same time. But as you learn in one area, oftentimes the values you learn in that one skill transfer to another one and make learning that next skill a lot easier. Whereas if you're overly specialized and don't have a lot of different perspectives or a lot of different talents, abilities, whatever it is that you've worked on, it can be very hard to try and move out of this one-dimensional lens that you might have on something. So I think multiple perspectives is incredibly important since that's going to give you the ability to build more skills quicker, but also the ability to pivot like I've kind of been suggesting and take those different paths if you want to. But to the one thing camp, the specialization camp, I'm not saying that there's no value to that. And I think that the one thing itself, the book, is has some really good ideas in it, especially when it comes to clarifying your plan and figuring out how you can take a small step towards that plan, focusing on maybe one thing at a time in the real short-term sense, not necessarily in the long-term sense, but you have this overarching goal that you're going towards and you want to break it down and try and cut out the things that really aren't pushing towards that goal. Because that could be the case, that you're just doing a bunch of distractor projects that don't actually help you in the long term. But I would definitely say that if you have multiple projects that all feed into the same overarching long-term big goal, then I don't think there's a reason that you shouldn't do them if you can feasibly handle all of them at the same time. And even if you can't handle all of them at the same time, at least trying to, since you always want to be at capacity if you're trying to actually maximize your output and maximize your growth. You want to be doing as many things as you possibly can at the same time, obviously within your own mental boundaries, since you don't want to lead to some sort of burnout. But the point is that you don't want to be limiting yourself. If you set this low bar for yourself and you're only doing one thing and it's almost too easy, then you're holding yourself back in that way too. So you want to be careful with that. The the one thing doesn't suggest that that's what you should do, obviously, but it is a risk if, if you're not paying attention to it. So going into 2021, what I would say is you should have an overarching goal for sure. A big one that you're going for. Where do you want to be 10 years from now, 15 years from now, 20 years from now? or even just five years from now, some sort of longer term goal that's not going to be achieved in a month or two, or maybe it is if a miracle happens, but you can't really expect miracles. So you have this long term goal you're going for that you should definitely have going into 2021 and into the new year, or really into any new year. You have your overarching goal ready to go. Now it's time to take some steps towards it. And maybe there are multiple routes to that goal. And that's where I would say you should try to go for a couple routes, potentially, if you can handle multiple ones at the same time, or find a way to try and expedite one skill over another or one path. But always making sure that you're focusing on that big overarching long-term goal. No matter what you're doing underneath it, whether it be one thing or many things, making sure that those things that you're doing 
are going towards that overarching goal, that overarching thing that you want, that overarching skill that you want to build. I would not niche down to the extreme, and I would make sure that you're keeping a diversified perspective on everything, whether that be in your productivity, in the skills that you're trying to build, in politics even, making sure that you're maintaining different perspectives all at the same time, not only will make you better versed on these issues, but will also allow you to find, again, that path of least resistance that you have the option to take because you know something about that particular area, whereas you might not have known about it if you niched down too quickly into the extreme and you cut out otherwise useful skills that you could have been building. But that's pretty much all I wanted to talk about today. Just wanted to give some perspective on approaching the new year and approaching your goals and making sure that, at least in my view, you don't niche down too quickly into the extreme and making sure that you're actually working on multiple different ways to try and get to your ultimate goal because that way you will have different perspectives and can be dynamic since being dynamic is one of the most important things that you can do in a world where things are changing so rapidly, where hardship can hit a particular industry or a particular city or state or whatever happens, you have multiple exit routes and multiple safety nets that you've built for yourself because you're working on multiple different things in different areas all at the same time. But hey, if you're really good at one thing, nothing saying that you shouldn't put most of your time towards that one thing. You want to be as productive as you can. And if you have an advantage in a particular thing, do it since that's how you can really provide some serious value and that's going to help you in a lot of different ways. But don't be afraid to try and diversify that one thing since you never know how long that's going to last and how much value you're going to provide before someone else can provide a different sort of value that other people will start preferring and then you'll be left high and dry. So you want to make sure you are diversifying that way. But otherwise, that's all I've got for today. If you like this sort of content, definitely be sure to leave a review on iTunes. If you're on YouTube, leave a like and subscribe there. And remember to check out all my links, whether it be to my social accounts, to some great free stuff, free brokerages, free stocks, lots of good stuff in there at jackduffley.com links. Again, that is jackduffley.com links links. I'll include a link to that in the show notes. So you don't even have to remember that. Just go down there and click on it and you'll be able to see all my links and it'll be a nice centralized location where you can always get to that. But until next time, take care. Thanks for listening to the Jack Duffley Show. Be sure to subscribe so you never miss any new episodes. For more content on personal finance, real estate, and other topics, check out jackduffley.com.